I am Lolita E. Walker. I am a certified life leadership and executive coach. I'm also a business owner. What else do I do? All of the things. I am an author. I work with power women in order to pull the greatness that is already inside of them, show it to them again, and then send them to soar. Also work with organizations to empower their folks to shift to a renewed action, doing all of the things. And so today I want to talk to you about how to make time when there is no time. Welcome to Coaching Cocktails and Conversations with Lolita E. Walker, the podcast that coaches you up while meeting you exactly where you are. Grab your water, tea, or something stronger and allow this podcast to help you feel the power in your cause. Come on in and join the conversation. Let's go. We can't add another hour to the day. We can't add seconds to the moments that we need them. But how do we make time when there is no time? I am going to gift you what I have for four strategies in order to really do that today. But I'm leaning on the live audience who is here today and those who choose to write on either Facebook Coaching Cocktails and Conversations group, LinkedIn or YouTube to lean all the way in. And then I think that there's power in group sharing because sometimes it's the juicy conversation that helps us to think differently and more intently. And if you are watching me live, I want you to think about like, what were you doing in this moment that I started talking? If you are just listening to my voice, I want you to think about, are you on a go? Is your mind racing a million miles a minute? Do you have so much to do that you struggle to make time when there feels like there is no time. How are you going to apply one of these four strategies today? And I'd love for you to think about that as we move forward. The strategies that I'm leaving today are going to be four in the acronym of TIME, T-I-M-E. If you have your coaching cocktails and conversations journal, go ahead and let's start writing that. For those of you all who have no clue what I'm talking about, you can head over to lolitawalker.com slash shop. And there's a journal to really help us to really start thinking about putting some of what I like to say soul work down so we can start looking at it and then going back. When we think about time, One of the things I like to think about is what I call this three window. It's like these three windows that's there and you have your past, you have your present and you have your future. Your past, your present, your future. If you're doing the soul work with me, then there's three windows. Just draw three boxes right there. How much time are you spending in each of those windows? How much time are you spending reflecting back on your past or leaning into your past, sitting in your present right now, or then going into your future? And what research has told us is that entrepreneurs don't spend a lot of time in the past, but actually spend a lot of time right here inside of our present state. But what if we leaned more into our future state? This notion of time, these these categories that I want to talk to you about, these strategies that I want to talk to you all about, the first is to take it selfishly. How do you make time when there is no time to grab the time that is right there? right? We're not making any extra time inside of the day. God has already set that for us. So now that we recognize that we have these three windows and we can look inside of these windows, what if a strategy was simply to take the time and do it selfishly? Let's talk a little bit about that. Take it, take the time, grab it. It's yours. Take it selfishly and spend that time with you. 
spend that time in what window are you going to spend that time in? Are you going to look at what the future state, I want this future state to look like? Are you going to sit in the present of right now or are you going to choose to reflect back on your past? Earlier today, somebody mentioned, you know, this relationship that they want to have differently with one of their siblings. And that happens to us all the time. It could be a relationship that you want to have differently with a coworker. It could be a relationship that you want to have differently with uh, a child. It could ha- be a relationship you want to have differently with someone else that works inside of your organization, whoever or whatever that thing is, what if you chose to take the time selfishly? And like Kate said earlier today is to write down, what is it that you're looking for in this relationship? How is it making you feel having this gap that you don't have right now? What if the the person is unwilling to listen to you, but you just have this strong desire to, to, to take this time? You have this strong desire to spend time Well, listen, you can only meet people where they are, but what if you chose to write that thing down and then gift it to them? What if you chose to write that thing down and then email it to them? What if you chose a different strategy in order to get the information because the way that you have been giving the information might not be able to be received? Maybe they're holding on to things and are not ready to be able to pull it in, but if you offer it to them in a different space, they can choose to receive it in the time that they need? What if their time is not the same urgency as your time? We got to recognize that that's okay. So what we can control is our time and where we choose to spend it. And what if inside of one of those windows, you choose to look at your future state and say, this is how I want this relationship to be. This is what would feel good to me and my family. And I recognize that you're not ready to lean all the way in yet, but here is something for you that when you are ready, I want to gift you the opportunity to grab a hold of. Now, you don't have to answer that right now, but these are all strategies that you could choose to pull in and decide for yourself if you are going to take them. So time, when we don't have time, how do we make more time? Today, what I'm leaving you with is this notion of these windows, this past, this present, and this future, and you choosing how are you going to spend your time looking into those windows and walking into those doors? The first strategy was take it selfishly. You want time? We'll grab it selfishly. Schedule yourself in. How are some ways that you take your time selfishly? Because time is bound. How do you take that selfishly? I was reading this article. um, Who's the article by? The article is by a woman named Barbara Bird who wrote this in 1988. Okay. She wrote this journal um, entry in 1988 and she was talking about Uh, entrepreneurial intentions. And she was talking about this notion of of time and what time looks and feels like and how it's so different for entrepreneurs. And because we're doing all of the things and we're in operations uh, at the same time that we're in strategy and our minds just work a little bit differently. But what if in the context of what I'm talking about today is I offered you this past, this present, and this future. If you're writing it down because you're doing the soul work with me, you have these three boxes. And if you put a percentage in each one, how are you living your life today? How are you making time when there is no time? Where are you spending time in your past, which you cannot change? It is what it is. We are not our circumstances, but this is where we stand. This is what has happened. In our present, I'm living in the so what right now. 
I am living and making this thing work. I'm driving every single day and making this right now work because right now matters. I got to do it right now. Or in the future where we can have time to be able to look longer term and walk, talk, and behave with our future self, how are you spending your time? I'm not suggesting there's a right or wrong and indifferent, but I want you to now become uh, conscious of where you are spending your time because today what we are talking about is how to make time when there is no time. How to make time when there is no time is what we're talking about today. And um, I love what Karen said. She said, think of what you want it to feel like. Live in the feeling, not in the want. Yes, I love that. Good morning. I absolutely love that. So we're going to continue forward because I want to leave you with the strategies. And then I want to then come back and see what is it that you want to add. And if you want to add, you can also come off mic uh, because sometimes I can't see it. Or you can go ahead and type in one of the the, uh, platforms that we have. This, of course, will be replayed. If you missed us live, it'll be replayed not only on Breakfast with Champions podcast. Yes, if you haven't already tapped into that, I'm one of the over 60 co-hosts for that podcast there. And also on Coaching Cocktails and Conversations, which is my own podcast, which I hope you're already listening to, subscribing to, and going to leave five-star reviews because you have grabbed the juicy nuggets that are here today. Also, we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube live right now. So go ahead and type it on in. Today, we're talking about how to make time when there is no time. The first strategy was take it selfishly. Take it, just take it. The I is all about intentionally posturing yourself for success. What does posture look like and feel like? Well, when it's positioned, you see how I'm sitting up a little bit straighter now, right? Posturing yourself so that you can see a little bit differently, posturing yourself, right? When you sit up straight, oh my gosh, doesn't it feel a little different on your back? You just want to move a little bit differently. You wake up a little bit differently. Your back feels something. You're like, oh, I didn't even know that I was hunched down. I didn't even know that that my spine was right there and needed to be elongated. What if you intentionally posture yourself for success? As I talked about, where are you spending your time in your past, your present, or your future? Even in your relationships, where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your time with your past, your present, your future when you talk about work, when you talk about home, when you talk about life? Where are you spending your time? Intentionally posture yourself for success. What does that look like for you in each of those buckets? What does it look like for you? I'd love for you to go on a journey and think about where is it that you want to be? What does success really feel like? I had a client. I have a client. Had uh, had had. I have currently a client who um, talks a lot about what does success look like, and what if I don't know what success looks like for me? Where do I even go from there? So we're doing some work in in, in helping her to decide what success looks like. But what I want to offer to folks who might be sitting inside of that space in that place right now is the notion of um, time. So when you look at yourself at the end of this year, what are you going to be doing? How are you going to be celebrating? What are you going to be celebrating? What if you start there? What is it that you absolutely love to do? When is the last time you've done it? What is it that you love about what you are doing right now at work? What do you love about it? Maybe you don't love all the aspects of it, but which pieces do you love about it? Where do you see yourself and you you haven't even accomplished that task yet? Like, what is it that you've always wanted to do and haven't had an opportunity to? 
when I talk about time, right, a lot of times, sometimes we don't know where it is we want to go. I don't feel that we know the things of where we want to go because we're thinking 15 years from now. <laughs> Bring it on in. What if you dialed it on in to by the end of this year? On New Year's Eve, what am I going to be celebrating? When I cheers with my mocktail or my cocktail, whatever it is for you, when I put up a cheers and say, thank you, Lord, for this year, what am I saying? What am I, what am I celebrating? This here, I always talk about coaching cocktails and conversations with Lolita E. Walker. The cocktails is all about your celebration of your greatness. What is that? And what if we started there? Then we looked at the windows of our past, our present, and our future. Where will we choose to spend our time? I get so excited when I talk about this. I hope you're grabbing some nuggets today because the M, as we move forward on strategy number three, maneuver within your own resource pool. Maneuver within your resource pool. What does that mean, Lolita? Well, it can mean a number of things. If you are like me, then you need to do a little bit better on thinking about the resources that you have at your disposal that are ready to help you should you choose to ask. How many folks are in and around your space? If we think about the start of this year, even just the start of this year, I'm not even talking about last year. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just thinking about the start of this year. If we break that down into our past, our present, and our future, those three windows, who have we met? Who do we spend our most time with? I was reading something the other day, of course, another journal entry, another journal article, because that is my life for the next four and a half years. I'm reading more now than I swear I have ever read in my entire life. And these journals are so good. These articles within the journals sometimes are so good. And one of these things I was reading the other day was about weak ties and about how successful folks, particularly uh, entrepreneurs, leverage their weak ties. And those are the people that you meet that could be a banker or somebody that you ran into at a conference and just spent a little bit of time with, but you haven't really followed up with them. Somebody that actually is inside of your circle, but they're going to be considered these weak ties. But how about if you leverage these weak ties to gain strength in moving you along? How does this help with time, Lolita? Well, let's leverage our resources, right? Because we don't have to do it alone. How do you make time when there is no time? Maneuver within your resource pool. If you think about the folks that you've met along your way, how about tapping in with them? And I'm talking to myself as well. What if we tapped into them? I know my LinkedIn folks are here. And then I say to them as well, is how many times have you, have I tapped in this month alone with somebody that's connected to us? Oh my goodness. How many times have we connected to somebody that is already connected to us? I love this. Uh, Jackie Underwood said, coach, what's up? What's up? What's up? Good to see you as well, Jackie, right? So Jackie, I met through an app and I love that because tapping in is a choice. Tapping in and going into somebody's uh, back channel is a choice to say, hey, guess what? I want to tap into you because this is something that I, I that I heard. This is something that I pulled from you. That's a choice. It's a choice to write the letter to your long lost sister. 
it's a choice to be able to meet somebody where they are and then shift a little bit if they're not being able to receive what it is that you're giving. I remember, um, true story. I remember I uh, have this working relationship with someone, right? And I remember going up to her and saying something and, and, but she wasn't receiving it. She wasn't receiving what it is I was saying directly to her and I couldn't understand. And I'm like, you keep on answering the same exact way, but I'm asking questions differently and I don't understand why you can't receive this thing. And I remember saying, you know what? I think maybe let's just chat in another setting because here we're both not able to receive from one another. And I know that there's so much inside that I just think that it would be so great for us to connect. And so what did I do inside of that moment? Well, I paused inside of that moment and I realized that I was going nowhere fast, but I wanted this relationship with this person or at least to be able to understand a little bit more about her. And so I just said, hey, guess what? We'll check this thing a little bit later outside of this environment where we're both able to receive. And actually, when I said that, she said, you know what? I think you're right. Let's do something outside of here because this might not be the right place for it. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes when you have a goal in your mind, you got to realize when to press the brakes, when to offer something new and how you're going to meet this person if your desire is to truly tap into them. And I say that story because we, inside of that training class, right, that was before the training class happened. Um, We were there, you know how you mix and mingle beforehand. And then during it, there was an exercise and I actually was paired with her, randomly paired with her. And so we sit down and we're doing this exercise together. And through it, I learned a little bit more about her story. Through it, she learned a little bit more about my story. Through it, guards start to come down. Through it, you're able to see people a little bit differently because you weren't tied into how you were going to make it work. It's the what and the why that you're tied to, not the how, because the how can happen a whole bunch of different ways. Today, we're talking about how to make time work when there is not a lot of time. And sometimes in order to make that time work, you have to know that you're not fixed on the how. I think that's what Skip was saying this morning is that the how can happen all types of different ways. And that's what I want to remind you today, the how you get things done, the how you achieve that goal, the how you get to your future state. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so different than what you chose because for me, it's already done. I believe, trust, and know that my God has already done it. So who am I to say it has to happen this way? What if? You let go and let God. What if? Today, we're talking about how to make time work for you. And to close out this quick story that I was talking about is that I ended up with this woman right here interviewing her. Her name is Madeline Lasai Frazier. And when we sat together and I heard her story, I was like, oh, wow, your story resonates with my audience. And I would love to bring you in. And we did it live. You actually could look at it on uh, Facebook in Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. You can look at it on LinkedIn and you can look at it on YouTube. But if you're somebody who likes to do it on the go and likes the streaming platforms for podcasts, then you'll hear it on Coaching Cocktails and Conversations. The power of the relationship happening because I wasn't tied into the how. I want to remind you guys that to make time when there isn't, no time could be you not attaching yourself to the how. 
Hey, great day, my friend. Lynn Lucky. good to see you here as well. Karen said, jump, then build a parachute because God's got you. Oh my gosh, I so actually love this. I so actually love this. Oh, so super great. Listen, let's keep on going because I haven't even leveraged all of the strategies yet. We have one more and then we'll go right back through them and open it up because we have a little bit of time, you guys. I had extra time today so we can have some juicy conversations. Uh, We end at the top of the hour. And so the E that I want to leave you all with today is extend grace. Here's the thing. I don't think God is going to decide now. I don't know because all things can happen that there's going to be more than 24 hours inside of this thing called a day. Now, it could change because I don't know. I can't foresee the future. But what if we only could work within these 24 hours of the day? Now, I think I've talked to you guys about this before is every day I do this. Literally, I draw a circle. I'm giving you all some good soul work today. Okay. I draw this circle and inside the circle, I break it up into, it's a pie chart, right? And I just break it up into the things that I have to do that day. So I break it up into PhD. Oh my gosh, that really should be over 50% of my time, but sometimes it doesn't reach the 50% mark. So because I have so much other things going on. So I draw that section right there. Then I have to drive two hours to school and drive two hours back from school. So I got to draw drive time up in there, right there. Then I have a business. Can I put a little bit of time in my business today? Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the slice of pie is so small. Okay. No judgment. I'm telling you what I do. Then I got to spend some time with my family. So my family time's got to be in there. I do have a son who's 10 years old that I got to chat with. I'm part of several organizations. Am I doing some of that today? I'm on a board of education. How much of that time am I spending? And so I get this wheel, this daily wheel. I feel like I need some water. Um, I get this daily wheel every single day I do this. And then I look at the wheel and say, okay, Lolita, you got all these things, but what is really realistic? What is realistic? Because you might can't hit on all of them today. And I want to gift that to you guys today. The soul work is taking the time that we talked about today, breaking it into the three windows that we talked about today, the past, the present, and the future. Where are you spending majority of your time? I also gave you some soul work about this daily wheel. And in this daily wheel, looking at it. And then what I do, because I got to get super clear, is inside of each of those um, quadrants within my daily wheel, I look at it. And if it's PhD for today, what is it that I'm doing inside of there? Why? Because Lolita E. Walker needs a checklist. And so one is visual. I can see it. What am I doing inside of my drive time? Because then I can think about how can I make it most productive? Who is it that I have to call on? Who is it that I have to uh, talk to? Because I can make some moments happen inside of the car. What is it that I can listen to in order to challenge my thinking? Side note, asking for help, everybody. Can I ask you all for some help? If there's anybody... I've been trying to do this. And this is about making time when there is no time and strategies that we have. Please type in any strategies that you have. I would love to have that. But listen, I need my Adobe PDS to talk to me on my way (laughs) in the car. Someone told me that there's a way on my phone that I can have the PDF speak to me. Like it'll read it. Oh my gosh, that's going to change my life and give me time. I want to leverage my time, right? That's really what we're talking about. How to make time when there is no time is to leverage the time that you have and be strategic about it and intentional about it, okay? If you know how to do that, please tell me because that is something that I absolutely need, all right? 
Now, I want to give time to open it up. Anybody have anything before we go back through these four strategies? No? Okay. You guys are writing this out of your journals. I love it. Coaching Cocktails and Conversations Journal. No. Hi, Lolita. This is Karen Holbrook. I just wanted to thank you for this. This is just such a perfect um, start to the day. So thank you so much for your talk. Oh, good. Karen, I love it. Karen, listen, did you, what piece of it did you resonate with the most so far? I resonated with the most so far is really just, we can't, we have to kind of shut the fear up and and trust in God, right? So any, any anxiety or fear that we have that what we kind of want um, isn't happening, you know, it's on God's timing. So I love to let go and let God and and with the whole family issue as well, or anybody, everyone always looks shinier as they're walking away from us. So if we just let go and let God, we're going to look shinier to them too. If we just, you know, sit back and kind of let them live their reality, like the four agreements. So that's the biggest piece for me is letting go and letting God and really trusting that because it works. Oh, Karen, I love that. And let me tell you the piece that I will pull from Karen today is everyone looks shinier when they walk away from us. Isn't that good? Oh my goodness. Can't you see that? I love um, imagery. And so sometimes when people speak to me, I'm having all these images that go through my mind. And what if you remembered what Karen gifted us today? Everyone that leaves you leaves shinier. They might not tell you, but they leave shinier. And what if you knew that? Oh, Karen, that is so good. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Oh, you're welcome. Well, meaning also that everyone looks better when they're leaving us. Right. Yes. So it, it and it helps us shine. But when people are away, we always want what we can't have. They always look better when they're not with us. Right. So we have to also remember that when we give them their space, like with our sisters that don't want to talk to us, and we pull back, we're going to appear shinier to them because we're kind of oh. doing our thing. Oh, that's good too. So there's two ways you could look at shiny here. It's probably three or four. But Karen, I like that. You know what? And we were talking about relationships. Yes. Everybody looks shiny when when they're not in your circle. Everything looks shiny. It's it's just like we say that it's always greener on the other side. Sometimes the grass looks greener on the other side till you get inside that grass and you realize, oh my gosh, not really, right? Everybody looks shiny on Instagram. Everybody looks shiny when they're posting all these amazing pictures of all the amazing things, but what about what's really happening inside? And so if you remember that, Karen, this is so good. If you remember that, then you'll let go and let God. So good. Um, I love that Jackie said the impact we leave on them as well. Yes, the impact yes. we leave on them. Go ahead, Jackie. You here, Doctor? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was thinking as Karen said that. Yeah, it's it's about yeah they, they're shinier. Things look shinier when they're not in our presence. But how about the way we make people shine? The impact that we leave on people when they walk away, they're shinier because of us. So mm-hmm. I was thinking of it that way. Absolutely. That's the first way that we talked about it. There's two ways that we see it, but there might be other ways as well. And I love that, that when we touch, remember, you know, sometimes I talk in here about when I leave a little bit of Lolita inside of you guys every single time I come. Karen leaves a little bit of Karen inside of them every time that they come. Jackie leaves a little bit of Jackie inside of somebody every single time that they come. And are you choosing to leave great nuggets or are you crushing their spirits? You choose what you leave in people. And there's a little bit of you inside of them. There's a little bit of me inside of the 166 folks that are listening live right now. 
there is a little bit of me that's going to be inside of every single person that I come into contact with today. And I have to go to probably about four different locations today. Therefore, make it count. Today, we're talking about how to make time when there is no time. How do you make time when there is no time? I want to go back through the strategies that we talked about because in this next 15 minutes before we close out today, you might be tapped into something that you want to talk about as well. The first the first strategy we talked about is this. How to make time when there is no time. The first thing first is take it. Just take the time. Just take the time. We decided today that our premise is that there's not going to be an additional hour inside of our day today. So it's still going to be 24 hours. You need to take the time that you need selfishly. We've talked about some ways that you can do that. I talked about um, my wheel. Okay. I talked about my daily wheel. I encouraged you guys to write it out. When we started talking about relationships early on, we first um, entered into our conversation. How do you take it selfishly? How do you meet somebody where they are and take the time that you need selfishly because you're very clear on the outcome that you desire, but you cannot control the how you get to the outcome. Take the time and choose where are you spending your time, assess where are you spending your time in your past, your present, or your future. The past, what we recognize is that we will not change it. We cannot change it. Haven't figured out how to go back in time to figure that part out. And so sometimes you have to leave that exactly where it is. What if you decided to, when you look at your percentages, your past, your present, and your future, and look and say, if this is the highest of where I'm spending my time, what if I chose to reallocate that so that I can be now more productive in leveraging the time that I already have? This works for your home your life, your business. How do you make time when there is no time? The first strategy that I'm offering you today is to take it. Just take it selfishly. Why? Because it's yours. (laughs) It's already yours. Just grab it. It's right there. Just grab it back. (laughs) Take the time. Okay. We are busy people and we wear a whole lot of hats doing a whole lot of things. And the other day, what I do believe too, is that God will shut you down when, when, when your body, your body will shut you all the way down when you've been running it ragged because your body matters. Your body is this vessel that you actually have to feed and pay attention to sometimes. And that's why sometimes you get these aches and pains because you haven't been moving and exercising and and nourishing this thing that is this vessel that's going to keep you moving into all of these different spaces, right? Like it matters. And sometimes when you don't move it, the way that you need to move it, you start feeling it and you didn't realize like that piece of your body was there. How many times have we woken up and said, oh, I didn't even know that was there. Or we hurt our back and said, I didn't even know that I used this so much, right? Taking time when there is no time is taking it selfishly, taking it and your body will stop you in the midst of circumstance, in the midst of where you think it is your busiest time, sometimes I have decided that I have to take time to take a nap. It will happen. I have to take time because my body will shut me down. What does that look and feel like to you? Take it selfishly and decide, see, where are you handling your past, your present, your future? We talked about those three windows. The I in our acronym of the four strategies that I'm leaving you with today was intentionally posturing yourself for success, right? We talked about your past, your present, your future, these three windows, but what if you posture yourself differently? So I talked about this notion of sitting up straight, right? What if in your moment right now, wherever you are, sit up straight, like just extend your body, extend your torso up, Extend your head up and feel the difference that that makes. 
Move your shoulders and intentionally posture yourself for success. Where, in what window, are you going to posture yourself for success? Is it going to be in your past? Or are you going to let go and let God because you recognize it's, 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 you are not your circumstance? It's a choice. Are you going to posture yourself in your present because you got to get some things done right now? Or are you going to posture yourself in your future? Because if you sit inside of your future state, you might have an opportunity to do some things differently. I won't tell you which to posture yourself in because that is a personal choice. But what I will offer you is the consideration of intentionally posturing yourself for what success looks like and feels like for you. If you weren't here to hear about what I was chatting about, about where, what does success look like? I talked about a couple of considerations in determining what is success for me. So you got to go back and listen to the replay and you can hear some of those things there. The M is about maneuvering maneuvering within your resources, maneuvering within the resource pool that you already have. We talked about weak ties. If you weren't here, go back and listen to the replay. But what are weak ties and how are we leveraging some of our resources in order to strengthen ourselves? This is about making time when there is no time, but maneuvering within your resource pool so that you can get some help that you need for success. All of these build upon each other, everyone. And so just in case you can't do them all because you might feel a little bit overwhelmed, that's why I'm here (laughs) in order to help you through these places and these spaces. And for those of you all that are on Clubhouse at this particular time at the top, you can click the link of this Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat that I have every year. And the power in it is that you choose to take the time for you so that now you can get poured into differently, intentionally, all of the things that we're talking about, remembering who is your resource pool, what is in your resource pool, and what are all of these things that you have available to you so that you can best plan your year to come. Why? Because we spend time in our future state. Now, this little bit right here is for all of our women listeners and for all of the men who are ready to send their special women in their lives on an all-inclusive four-day Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat. Imagine yourself in a space free of distractions and ready to get poured into. Imagine an intentionally intimate space of power women leaning on you to shift from where you are today to where you absolutely want and need to be. Imagine me as a certified life leadership and executive coach grabbing you exactly where you are, pulling the greatness out of you and replaying that such that you increase your confidence, your clarity, and your commitment. Imagine a new group of women who are just like you and ready to push you beyond your next level. Yes, it is your time. So go ahead and head over to lolitawalker.com slash retreats. Learn a little bit more and register for this upcoming Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat. What an amazing gift that this is to you from you. You deserve it. We spend time in our future state. And sometimes you don't know how to do that, nor should you try to do it on your own. And that's why it's a small collective of power women who come together to be able to lean in individually and collectively to make that thing work. Check it out, lolitawalker.com. There is success that happens as a result of it because when we choose the outcome that we want, the how can happen differently. You got to choose it. 
and move in it. You have resources available to you. And what if you chose to spend some time, which could be in the present, in order to recognize who have you met in your past who can help you get to your future? How can you leverage each of these doors, each of these windows to be able to do that thing because it's available to you? Is it easy? No, but it's an intentional choice. So the M is about maneuvering within your resource pool. One of the things we talked about too was uh, the other week was about time blocking and how to make that work for you. If you haven't heard it, then make sure you go back and take a listen to that as well. Lynn Luckett has something that she would like to add. And she said, as an educator, we have to protect instructional time by planning every minute of the class period. So true. Planning is peace. When we wing it, we lose our peace. We lose our ability to authentically engage our students and to give them what they need. So protect your time by planning. Ah, so good. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. We talked about that here. Proper preparation prevents this poor performance of who it is that you are and what it is you intend. And a lot of times, I know me for sure too, is that we get to the table and because we know we're good at something, we can work inside of our strengths. And so we might not properly plan for it. But what happens sometimes when we don't properly plan, we go all over the place. I'm an instructor too at Morgan State University, and I'll tell you that there are differences when I properly plan for my instruction that I for uh, my my course that I teach, which is Intro to Business for Non-Business Majors. There is a proper preparation that happens, and the outcome is different when I properly plan versus when I do not properly plan. And what Lynn Luckett is saying now is that planning is peace. And what if you chose in your right now to plan because you're clear on what your future state is? How do you make time when there is no time? And then that final strategy that um, I left you guys with today was extending yourself grace. Because here's the thing. We're not going to make all of our deadlines. You know, sometimes we set our day, right? I told you about this wheel, this daily wheel. And sometimes I set my day and I say, okay, uh, 50% is going to be really around my PhD. I want to get these things done right here. Then inside of this drive time, I'm going to be listening to these three PDFs on my way. But what happens if I don't even understand how (laughs) how I'm going to listen to the PDFs? So that can't really be there, right? Set your day with, yes, a stretch, but be realistic. We talk about these SMART goals, We talk about these SMART goals. Well, I want you to have a SMART goal, but I want you to be realistic in your expectations and give yourself grace when you might not hit it because sometimes what we don't go back and do is say what we did accomplish. So because we didn't accomplish every single thing that was on our wheel that we anticipated um, for intention for that day, what about adding in the things that we actually did do? I do that because I need a checklist. I told you guys that as well. I love that Lynn Lucka said, so we must transfer planning our time. Yeah, I love that. What I hope that you have inside of our discussion today is that I hope you have this new sense of how to make time when there is no time and recognizing that making time when there is no time is best leveraging the time that we absolutely have available to us leveraging the time that we have available to us, gifting ourselves grace when we don't accomplish all of our tasks, but celebrating the small wins of the things that we did do because we're clear on what the outcome is that we want to look like, what we want to feel like, what we can control, what we're unable to control and knowing that there's greatness on the other side of this. I love that Karen said, this organization is the root of all evil. (laughs) You are so right. 
Joyce said, progress, not perfection. So good. Audrey, the past can be paralyzing. Thank you for the energy. Yeah. And guess what, you guys? I'm using this to power my day because I share with you guys all the time the power of articulation, the power of releasing your voice, the power of saying what it is that you know that you're good in to gift considerations to other people is the power of knowing that I need to take some of this myself. <laughs> and I will. And listen, if you have the solution for me for the um the Adobe being able to speak to you, my email address change at lolitawalker.com or lolitawalker at gmail.com. Please email me and tell me how to do that. If there's a link, please link it to me. If you want to type it in the chat on uh, Facebook in my coaching cocktails and conversations group, please do that. In LinkedIn, absolutely. YouTube, I'm there too. Wherever it is you want to leave it, I'm excited to be able to do that because I want to best leverage my time as well. In my drive time, is a perfect opportunity to be able to do that. I'm so excited that I had the opportunity to talk to you guys today. I want to encourage you to absolutely go to lolitawalker.com slash retreats and take a look at the upcoming September retreat. What I will tell you all is that it used to be three days. Now it's four days because it's so super powerful. And I can tell you about some shifts that have happened in the world and how women are starting to soar differently, intentionally amazingly. Why? Because there's power in taking time because it's yours. There's power in gifting yourself moments because that's the what you can control. There's power in leveraging time in order to get organized so that you can spend time inside of your future self. And I'm so excited to be able to do that with you all today. Lolita. Hey. Walker. Hey. Oriyomi. This was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, oh, Tracy. You're, you're welcome. So, you know, the M, what came up for me was the M mm -hmm. um, when you said maneuver within your resources, because I was talking to my son last night. He's an accountant and he's not happy with his job. And I said, well, why don't you reach out to your friends from Auburn? Mm -hmm. Why don't you uh, join the National Association of Black Accountants because they gave you a scholarship. Mm -hmm. Leverage your resources. He's out there trying to do things by himself. Mm -hmm. And I, I said, no, you got to reach out to your network. So thank you for that, M. That really resonated with me. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, every time we talk here, I'm like, yeah, Lolita, there's some resources you haven't leveraged either. How can you use this drive time to <laughs> talk to them as well? And I will guarantee you that I will do that this week. I'm telling you, take the nuggets and take the action, okay? There was one more person that wanted to jump in before we head on out. I have um, Okay, so what we're going to do, because I can't do both of them, you guys. Now, listen, I love the juiciness of it all, okay? The other thing is, why don't you write to me? You can write to me on my Instagram at HeyCoachWalker. Just go ahead and type it there, and I'm, I'm happy to get back to you. Let's take one of the, I don't know the names, so just pop in and we'll take one. I was just going to say, Alita, this just reminds me that we go through life and, and you talk about resources and this is a huge one. So no matter what industry you're in, like I, I'm a realtor, so I, I'm 
forever learning in Clubhouse. And I share that with my clients, but we go through life like collecting dots and nuggets. And then when we come on here and we get to know other people, we then get to connect those dots. So there's just never ending resources here. And we just, you know, uh, keep sharing everybody because we can all learn from one another. Thank you. I'm Karen. Oh, Karen. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, this is so juicy. Oh my gosh. We have been having so many amazing conversations. Listen, a conversation does not have to end right here. There's plenty of ways to get in touch with me. Please do that. And then guess what? Come on back. We have concluded yet another episode of Coaching Cocktails and Conversations, the podcast with Lolita E. Walker. Connect with me at lolitawalker.com for speaking, coaching, and my books, The Intersection of You and Change, and Can We Talk? Letters and Poems to Reclaim a Bolder You. Listen, have you already grabbed your CC and C garb? <laughs> yes, we are coming with tumblers, stemless glasses, a journal, a hoodie, and don't forget the t-shirt. We are leaning all the way in. We also know that coaching cocktails and conversations is a movement. Not only is it paraphernalia, not only is it this powerful podcast that you have right here in this right now, but it is a Zoom cast. It is a coaching community. It is a Facebook group. It is a clubhouse group. Go ahead and lean into lolitawalker.com to see all things coaching, cocktails, and conversations. And next time, bring a friend. Invite them to like, to share, and to give that five-star review. Cheers! I cannot wait to see you back around my kitchen table for coaching, cocktails, and conversations, the podcast with Lolita E. Walker.